0: Magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi, Natasha.
1: Hello, Tess and everybody. So, um how are you doing?
0: Good. And you yeah. know what I wanted to say? I just mm. when we were setting up, I was just feeling so much joy for this podcast. Aww, I love, love it. That. Like <laughs> I, I love the whole experience of it. I love connecting with you. I love like, talking about the past week and looking toward the next. Voice. It's just been like such an inspiration and a joy for me.
1: Oh, I feel the same way. Thank you for saying that. That's so nice. I love that. excuse me i brought water this week i didn't realize like how much i
0: get phlegmy
1: i guess gross
0: (laughs) (laughs) i brought this essential oil this Mm -hmm. essential oil i got from goddess provisions called air it's i've been loving it so much it's um what is it it's cardamom neroli and lemon And it smells like exactly like a spot. I've been, oh. <laughs> I said this on the web chat and in my video, but it, I just like love it. Uh,
1: I, you know, I've, I, did I say last time I was on an essential?
0: Oh, no, I think I yeah. said
1: this in my, in our newsletter.
0: Yeah. In our new newsletter that we just sent out for the first time. That's right. Last Thursday. If you would like
1: to be on our new newsletter our new news, new news, um, what do
0: they do? <laughs> Oh, just go to, uh, and then click on Magic Monday podcast and then you'll see the sign up box at the top. So what
1: happens if they, cause like with my newsletter, if people sign up after I've sent it out, they don't get that one. They have to wait till, yeah, yeah that's what happens. That's true. Right? Okay. So you
0: guys, if you weren't signed up, you missed out on mm, the first one. Oh my God. They really missed yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you asked nicely, maybe we would send it.
0: Yeah, they missed out all those links, to Ryan Thoreau. Ryan? Justin. Wait, it's not, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I still don't. I haven't seen him in anything. <laughs> oh,
1: it's funny, because I wrote out this little thing about Justin Thoreau, because we talked about him on the podcast. And Tess just linked every little detail that I said to. You get to see lots of pretty pictures Justin, of pictures Justin Thoreau and his abs <laughs> I said in the um, newsletter that at one point his abs look like fish gills because they You're were right. so defined. but there's one episode where it's like actually upsetting like he looks kind of reptilian like it's like too much it's like Justin please let's relax a little bit you can eat a little more maybe have just a
0: little layer of fat just, if you want yeah but maybe he's naturally want. like that I guess we don't have to shame him just <laughs> that could be his natural body
1: that's true what are we doing shaming him <laughs> How, what's wrong with us um, but anyway I mean he's I'm sure he's doing quite well for himself happily
0: yeah. um, I think he's probably living with the abs all right yeah he's probably happy with making do <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard but you know those abs are hard. He does have a really beautiful pit bull. Okay, do you follow him now on Instagram?
0: Oh no, but I will. Oh, and I'll really and should. I want to watch the leftovers too oh, just so I know so who good. we're actually talking about other yeah. than his pictures I've seen. <laughs> he, he's
1: really funny too. Wrote, okay, let's not make this about him. But I will just say that his stories are really funny and they often involve um his dog. He oh, wrote okay. He
0: wrote a lot of that
1: funny movie, um Tropic of Thunder. Have you seen that with Robert Downey Jr.?
0: No, but I think I have looked at it and thought that it looked like it might be funny. He yeah, wrote it's
1: it? really funny. Yeah, he used oh. write a lot, I guess. Anyway, let's move on from JT, <laughs> the other JT, not Justin Timberlake. Well, let's talk about Justin Timberlake now. <laughs> I'm
0: yeah, just kidding. <laughs> now, now we're going to just talk about people with those initials.
1: <laughs> Jesus... Timberlake. Okay. So last week we picked initiate. And what did I? And, <laughs> Activate. And I picked, what? Activate. But Activate. it's the same,
0: same vibe. Mm-hmm. And letting go? I think. Uh, make it gods, which is also the same vibe. Oh, okay. Um, that was the Tosha
1: silver one. Is- right. Which I have this week as well. That, because I forgot to get any more cards down here. Oh, anyway. That was a good
0: one. Um, so how did you feel the week went? I definitely felt both of those vibes for sure. I rearranged my office and, um, and that felt like activating. It feels like it should have been like this all along. It feels so much clearer and more open, like so fertile and ready for creation and i've been doing kundalini yoga again i stopped for a while and then i've i did it for years and years like every day and then i stopped for years and i've started again and it's so activating kundalini do you ever do it i
1: don't but i always want to
0: mm, what, yeah, what is it, where do you do it oh i there lately i've been doing um maria Goncheva has really great youtube videos that okay. i do You'll link it?
1: Yeah. Because I want to do it. I did it one time in like a physical class. Actually, I did it twice. And the first time, the breath was too much for me. Mm. And then the second
0: time, it didn't feel like anything. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's for everyone. I think it probably really depends on your elemental makeup because it really is so fiery. And if you're wanting to do yoga that's more calming – or grounding or something not that it's not calming and grounding, but it's just like very activating. It's yeah. that activating vibration.
1: Yeah, I am into that. And sometimes, by the way, your kundalini gets activated um anyway. So sometimes if mm-hmm. you're like if I'm feeling really anxious, I'll be like, I check to see if my kundalini energy's on.
0: So like the flow of energy that mm-hmm. moves up your spine in case Keep our oh, listeners yeah, don't know what mm-hmm. Kundalini but energy is. But it's also
1: a specific kind of. Oh, magic. how do you tune into it? Well, it's just really my intuition, I guess. I, it, it feels sometimes too anxiety. It's like, you mm-hmm. know. It's very buzzy. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, buzzy. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I feel that and I kind of don't know why, I check and I'm like, oh, and I just switch it off.
0: Oh you you switch it off when yeah. it feels
1: activated. Well, too activated. Like if I'm not conscious with it and it just is making me too buzzy. Yeah. Then I turn it off.
0: Yeah, I just interesting. imagine
1: grounding it out, I guess. So
0: uh-huh. Like I think it out. definitely requires grounding. Yeah. Cuz I don't know. I don't like it on all the time. Mhm. Yeah. I I have been liking these Maria Goncheva videos because they're like 20 minutes, 20 to 20, sometimes 18 to 25 mm-hmm. which you know those classes in Los Angeles cuz if our yeah. listeners haven't lived in Los Angeles it is Kundalini's very popular there and mm-hmm. there's like yeah didn't you didn't you think Seems um, like there's I guess so all many yoga I felt was popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah and when you go to a Kundalini center in LA which usually is the the two main ones were owned by disciples of Yogi Bhajan or students Ooh. of Yogi Bhajan who brought Kundalini to the United States and the classes were very intense. It was like one and a half to two hours of Whoa. really sweaty, just like and the teachers are like, Go, go, ignore your body, <laughs> just keep up, you know. And at the end you feel really great, but it is not for everybody and it's not for every mood and I think yeah. it's And, and, but like getting just that activation, getting my spine so it feels more fluid Mm -hmm. and my organs, I feel like it's exercise because of all the breathing and the movement exercise for your inner organs. Mm -hmm. Like that to me, I feel like 20 minutes is perfect. I don't need like an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. I feel that way too. I keep remembering, I don't know if you heard this a while ago, but Gwyneth Paltrow said something about that she made yoga popular.
0: (laughs) No,
1: <laughs> she did. <laughs> and I just keep thinking about how when I was like in my early 20s and I'm older than her. So not by a lot, but by a few years and um, just like I was doing it before she was like, you know. I mean, so yeah. everybody.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> like, and it, people were doing it old, in the, so, yeah, yeah. That in the world, it's thousands of years old. In yeah. the West, but people it, have been doing it since the 60s and 70s. Yeah,
1: and it was very popular even in LA at that point. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, she's a funny one. Yeah, it's
0: even in that song, that really terrible, catchy song. What is it? Um, mm. If You Like Pina Coladas. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. That? Jimmy Buffett. I, it, no. I don't think it is Jimmy Buffett, but it is Jimmy Buffett-esque. No, I think it is. If you like okay. colada, Is that Jimmy? I don't think it is. I feel I like think that's it's one most famous song. No, you're thinking of Margaritaville.
1: Which oh, I am. Which is a Isn't similar the vibe. Same
0: thing? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: the margarita. It's, same I feel like it's a... I
0: think, I think Margaritaville is higher quality, but this song is really catchy, but really, I think it's really dorky too. And he, like, is bonding with the girl that he connects with about not being into yoga. If if you're Uh, not into yoga, if you have half a brain, like, and that, to me, that's like, that always makes me so mad how in the 70s and 80s and 60s, like, that it was a fringe thing. Yoga was a fringe thing. And now it's... You know, they talk about it in mainstream magazines all the time, and no one has apologized to those yoga <laughs> yogis from the '60s <laughs> about that song in particular. <laughs> this song and just that whole—you know—I feel like being an outlier sometimes in those situations is I thankless. Get, yeah, you know, and it, well, not thankless because those people got to do yoga. Yeah, um, but. But just the way that the culture sees them as these like crazy hippies and then, and then just adopts that as like a normal thing to do. And then Mm. no one is like, Oh, you know what? We really owe the hippies an apology. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I feel like that's true though. I just looked it up by the way. You're right. It was Rupert Holmes. Yeah. I never heard
0: of him. I was
1: mixing up pina coladas and margaritas.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's understandable. Um, But
1: I feel like that's true, like, even with, for instance, like, New Age in general. Like, people think, you know, we're crazy and... Past lives are crazy and all of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, in like in the 50s house, psychologists, it was like shameful to go to a therapist. Oh, yeah. Not if you're was...
1: a Jew like me, but yeah. Oh,
0: really? Oh, yeah. Jews love therapy.
1: Oh. My mom, I mean, I heard about therapy. I used to ask my mom when I was like four if I could go to therapy. It's
0: so great. Because my love- brother
1: was going. And she, he was me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I, she was like, "Why do you want to go to therapy?" And really, it was because I wanted someone to listen to me. Oh. I had that feeling already. Like
0: you're like, no wait, one, what is it? Is someone just listening to me? Exactly. talk? They need that.
1: Oh. Exactly. Oh. Like I want to sit there and have people <laughs> listen to me, or person. Um, yeah, but yeah, I know I, I've always heard about therapy being (laughs) shameful, but I think because of how I grew up, I never was aware of that. I mean, I am aware that people have a hard time with it, but, or like, it's hard for them to admit to going or something.
0: Yeah. I think more in the past it was, but probably still for some people.
1: Well, that's why I have my shirt therapy is cool.
0: I know. I love that.
1: Oh, we should link to that person because she's a um intuitive eating coach among other things the person person? that i bought that shirt from oh okay um so anywho oh yeah so what about you oh my gosh i had the most activating week i just i can't even tell you how much i'm loving this virgo i don't know what's going on with me that's why before we started, I told Tess I had notes this time, which I never do. And of course <laughs> Tess always does. And, and she's like, wow. And I'm, I just realized like, oh my God, this is overflowing in all areas of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like cleaning, organizing. It's just been so great. And yeah, new things have been coming in as a result. I just feel real. It's really interesting how I do feel like when I'm doing it I'm like is this just for fun like this isn't really doing anything I mean it does make me feel better to see like a neater surface or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but like it doesn't feel like it's going to have
0: any implications beyond that but I really think it does Oh, it does. Yes. Oh and have God. you noticed that you have more time? That's to me, that's always mm. the most interesting and palpable shift when I clear clutter is like, how do I set it? Like what happened that uh, I have like more hours in the day? Do you have you noticed that?
1: Well, I've noticed I have more energy. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried it's cause I'm taking this B6 vitamin <laughs> because, oh. because, um, I just read that it can give you, if you take too high a dose, it can, I forget the name of it. I always forget the name of it. It's something my cat with diabetes had for a while where he couldn't feel his hands and feet. Oh. And apparently they don't even make the dose. It's so small, the dose you should be taking, because I thought I was, anyway, uh, mm, that's all. So I have to stop taking it because I didn't realize. I thought I was taking the smallest dose available, but apparently it's like an eighth of that.
0: I didn't well. even know this about B6. So I'll have to look into it cuz it's possible I'm taking too much also.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Although but if my you've hands been doing and feet it for do a while. Fine. Yeah, okay.
1: If you've been doing it for a while, maybe it won't have that on have that effect on you. Anyway, um I do feel more energized. It just feels great. I feel great. Yeah, good. And also Brett has also been doing that. I just I can't tell you how much I'm loving Virgo. It's so unusual, but anyway, for me, um, like the garage has always been his, like, his one area that's his, and it's always been just completely cluttered. Like we can barely walk through it, and now he's just been like cleaning it, cleaning it, cleaning it, and it's ah. like he's made such great strides. So like th- we can walk through it now. Awesome. Yeah, there's I a lot. I bet it's more connected
0: space. to you too, because it does I seem remember. like that often when. One partner yeah. clears and cleans, the other one just naturally
1: maybe begins it's happen- to. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been in this mode a little. I don't know. He said he's adopted my philosophy of just doing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Time is better than – because he always, like, waits, and then he never has the time. Yeah. So instead, just – yeah. And he's also been um exercising pretty regularly, which is new. So it's like, yeah, the whole awesome. house. Awesome.
0: Yeah, those yeah. are also both Virgo.
1: Oh, you know what else? Too, the kids so. are in school –
0: So that's given us
1: a lot more time.
0: Oh, yeah. So just like a lot of changes. Yes. And a lot of like space being created. So much space. It's just the best. Mm.
1: So, yeah, that's the check in for this week.
0: Okay. Yeah. I also have been really loving the give it to God um, or Mm. make it God's Mm -hmm. like that. Just that reminder of like, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry. I can just be here now and like. Let the future take care of itself. You know, that is a really good feeling. Oh, I meant to tell you it's on my notes. Um, oh. <laughs> you, although it occurred to me anyway, that I was like, oh,
1: that's on my notes. Uh, so I'm not even looking at the notes. <laughs> it's like, it's not really. What's the point of taking notes if you don't look at it? Um, anyway, um, oh, that you mentioned in the newsletter, Esther Hicks, that, oh, yeah. that meditation series mm-hmm. and maybe you can just link it here too but um, okay I was I did it today and I loved it I was doing Aren't my red great. light this morning and I it's 15 minutes which, yeah, which is how exactly long I do my red minutes. light
0: yeah did you do general because there's general well-being financial well-being relationship well-being and physical well-being so I
1: just did the first one the general, general. And yeah I, think, oh, I love it oh my god I think she's transmitting something.
0: Oh, yeah. No, my, well, this is, this actually comes from my friend Sedona that she thinks that she's channeling um, aliens or or like another, um, a consciousness from another planet, hmm. which I think is true. I, I mean, I kind of, like Pleiadian maybe, like Pleiadian mm-hmm. wisdom, some star wisdom. Mm,
1: yeah, I don't think they're aliens, but yeah, that makes sense what you just said. Yeah. Aliens have a different energy
0: well actually. I guess I mean like a disembodied or a because mm-hmm. I kind of think that that's my thought about maybe life on other planets like our perception as humans doesn't necessarily include how they might be beings of pure consciousness why not mm-hmm. you know like radio waves mm-hmm. and to me it's like that it's maybe mm-hmm. some kind of because they don't Abraham who is channeled by Esther Hicks if you don't know if you're a listener that doesn't know um is a group they she says it's a group of beings like a, oh, I didn't realize like that. we like when they say we are so happy to uh, visit with okay. you today or whatever uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so yeah I don't know I just feel like it's uh. some well when kind I, of
1: when I see aliens in readings which I did this week as a matter of fact I don't see them very frequently um what I am calling aliens are different it's kind of like how fairies are different from angels. Yeah. You know, so aliens are different from them, how I see them. But, um, but yeah, they could be just beings, I guess I would call maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, yeah, I th- well, so.
0: I don't know if they're Pleiadian or what, but I know, um, there's a book I like by, uh, Christopher Penzak called, ascension magic and it merged you, oh you I, know this one well you told me to get it and that's oh, when i did that mark how right. oh, about yeah yeah um well in that in that one he has a whole part about star beings and how there's all these different kinds of star beings like there's nordics and there's syrians um. and i don't know what all the other ones are but is it like how do they show up for you when you like in your readings what kinds of aliens do you see
1: well you know what i haven't asked them where they're from mm. I just recognize them because when I see aliens, they're like usually silvery. Um, they look a certain way and they feel a certain way, but I haven't asked them where they're from. Yeah, have you read
0: that whole book like cover to cover? Ah, uh, maybe or maybe I've just like referred to it for various reasons and oh, okay. looked at different sections like at different times in my life. But okay. Cause the star being part, huge. I do remember. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a big book.
1: I would love to. Read that book.
0: Yeah, maybe look at the star beings part and be like, see if you can identify the ones you see yeah. in readings.
1: They don't, those aliens, well, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm being judgmental. But anyway, I feel like when I read, um, <laughs> I'm J- like, those judging aren't the star aliens. <laughs> 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 She's real judgy about aliens. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're fine. Um, they don't feel, the ones that I have met don't feel like they're bringing like, super high information like it just feels um, different than and not like they don't feel
0: bad but it's just almost like people but yeah. they're aliens <laughs> yeah so it's I have like, tuned into yeah. like intuitively there are certain people who I tune into who have more or less of a connection with star beings of various sorts it mm-hmm. feels like like some people maybe have had past lives in other realms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have these like guides or friends or allies uh-huh. somehow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But sometimes the, you, the ones I've seen have not necessarily been helpful to keep around.
0: Mm. Like angels. Shady. Kind of shady. Mm. shady. No. Like I said, they're kind of
1: like people. So it's like it's they're, it's fine if they're there, but you don't want them. I don't know. I guess when I get to them, by the time I see them, they're like invasive at that point. Oh, they're in I this see. space. So, yeah. I, you know, I, they're not helpful being in this space. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to latch on for information sometimes, although not the one this week. I don't know. It just feels less higher dimensional type thing mm-hmm. and more kind of like us, but on a different dimension. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Um, but what the heck was I gonna say now? That we were just talking about. Oh, I don't know. Oh shit. Sorry. It's okay. Um did you say Oh darn it. Oh well. Well maybe they'll come back. Was it about ascension?
0: Oh, I don't know. Oh, we were talking about Esther and Jerry Hicks and the meditation.
1: Oh, yes. I know. Thank you. So the Orin – you know my Orin and Sinea books that I love? The Living with Joy. Oh, yeah. The Senea Roman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She channels Orin, a a Mm -hmm. high being of light. It feels like that when I listen to – when I look at her books, for instance, and I open it, I feel my vibration raising. Like just reading the books. And she said that he – she channels that so that the frequency is higher and i feel it like i just open it i'm like oh and she was just like hardly saying anything esther and i was like oh
0: like yeah
1: it's like it's really i know
0: so when i first started doing them i would cry like every time i did them and also the breathing isn't the breathing pattern cool it's breathing in for three counts and out for five counts. it
1: is not in the first one because she's like breathe in Breathe out. It's faster. Yeah. I feel like there's something wrong with me. I can never syncopate my breathing with like mm. yoga, this thing. Like whenever it's almost like I'm being rebellious, like e- almost every time when I'm doing a yoga thing and they're like breathe in, I'm always exhaling at that point.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I wonder if it's cause like that kind of reminds me of the dentist when I know I have to hold my mouth open and not swallow. I'm <laughs> like, Oh no, I have to swallow like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder if it's just cuz you're like oh no I have to really try to I don't think it's that cuz it's almost
1: it. like it's happened before they even say anything it's like and now exhale and I'm like oh crap I was on the inhale and then I have oh. to like get it together and it just and then I just usually give up and go with my own
0: just yeah, yeah. that seems good i mean it could also be the um Aquarius thing, just because it Mm. seems like Aquarians, (laughs) it's like the very definition of marching to the beat of your own drum. Maybe.
1: Maybe I'm breathing to the breath of my own breath.
0: Of Neptune. Mm, I like that. Neptune breathing. Um, Okay, so should
1: we... Oh, so yeah, if you want to sign up for that aforementioned newsletter, do it on your website. Yep. That's that's our newsletter. And um, the Magic Monday newsletter. Um, so should we read questions? our questions this week? Do you want yeah. to or do you want me to?
0: Um, I have only one of them. You okay. want me to read that one and you sure. can read the other one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I opened the wrong one. Okay. This is from Lisa from Ohio. Dear Natasha and Tess, for the last few months, at least, I have had this feeling that I am being blocked from progress on any endeavor at hand. Creatively, it feels like the inner fire sparks but won't ignite. My career and personal business venture are experiencing the same. While my fellow colleagues are experiencing new opportunities and good fortune around me, my efforts seem to spark but don't ignite. I feel as though something is blocking forward progress. I wish I could be more specific about the something, but I feel stuck and sort of purposely so, but not at least consciously by me. Physically, it manifests in not being able to start a flame. I can't light matches, try to start a backyard bonfire with no luck, and candles, if I do get them going, won't stay lit for long. To illustrate the oddities that have been manifesting, this morning I was looking up a few spells to cleanse negative energy for positivity and found one to connect with the fire element. Then my headphone cord caught on a full glass of water on my desk and dumped the whole thing in my lap. Oh, no. Cur- no. <laughs> curious to hear if you have had similar experiences in your lives and what did you do about it? Thank you. Wow, well, that's
1: a lot. Really I mean, interesting. T- yeah, have you ever experience
0: i haven't had anything specifically like that but i will say that it does like it sounds like she's already tuning into sounds like an elemental imbalance and it's my instinct to Mm. think about the um the elements in feng shui or the chinese elements because they work together dynamically um and the water element it sounds to me like there's an excess of water element going on for her so this would be the water element in Feng Shui is has to do with being deeply aligned with your your passion and your joy as far as uh, your career goes. but it's really personal. So the fire element is fame and reputation. It's how you express and shine your light in the world mm. and the water element is like deeply connecting with what's driving you. What? How do you want to flow with your natural alignment with the universe? Like it's that deep personal um, relationship with your career path. So I would imagine that Lisa is experiencing – like she knows – what, like she has total passion and alignment with her life path – but that it's like when it comes to expressing it in the outside world, which is what she's actually saying also, it feels like something is stuck. So we want those two elements to both be, you know, aligned, aligned. and yeah. activated. So my thought is, yes, the fire element, like we want to activate that in her life. But the wood element in mm. Chinese cosmology It's a mediating element between those two. So an excess water, water nourishes wood, but wood feeds fire. So bringing Mm. in like a picture of a forest, um, going for walks in the forest, exercising self-cultivation in any way, like meditation and exercise Mm. are real woody type of things. So those are going to fuel, like help transmute, move the water element into, channel it into fire by activating wood so also like if you have like i think you may probably have a lot of watery things in your house like dark colors black pictures of water maybe water elements things that are glass lots of mirrors Mm. and so bringing in more wood is going to help and then also activating fire so pictures of fire candles candles pictures of people pictures she can't of animals I light those candles <laughs> I know. so maybe pictures of people and animals pictures of radial shapes pictures um, of
1: candles on fire
0: <laughs> yeah
1: pictures but, of fire
0: the wood and, and also plants like bringing in plants that's ah. a great idea like actual living plants to your space and that and then once you get that wood going in your space Mm -hmm. and in your life with Mm -hmm. exercise and spending time in your trees and stuff, Mm -hmm. then I believe that it's going to, that energy is going to get moving and fire is going to be able to ignite. Oh, I like that. Um, from my perspective, I would just say,
1: um, I I would ask yourself what it, it may be in meditation or when you're quiet, what, do you think is blocking? Like, what do you feel? Or sorry, what, what is it that you want to express? What would happen if you expressed it? Or if you had this success? Um, And my feeling is that maybe there's some fear there around actually um, achieving these things. And maybe you're like going one step like, too far in terms of the fear. Do you know what I mean? Like picturing it like, oh my God, like going, if I do this, then all of this will happen. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of just like doing, just doing one tiny step maybe. Um, but anyway, maybe that part isn't right. But I would just ask like, yeah, what, maybe there's some fear there as far as moving ahead
0: and being seen maybe too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, expressing yourself and being out there and having this success. Yeah. So maybe looking at that a little bit and giving yourself some love about that. And that's why I was saying moving a little bit slowly as you do these new endeavors. Um and are you mo- is she saying that she's having trouble even doing anything? Well, anyway. Um yeah. So anyway, yeah. So both those perspectives, I think, will help. Let us know how it goes for you. Yeah. Keep us posted. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we do have an older one, which, um, I actually did give this person a reading because I didn't, she actually accidentally sent it to, um, me and you personally. So we didn't see it for when we were doing the podcast. Um, I think that we didn't do this one. Yeah, you said you didn't. We didn't either. Um, But basically, I'll just kind of sum it up. Because even though I did answer her question in a reading, I think it's helpful for everybody. Um, The basic idea is that she's an empath. And there's somebody that she um, is close with that she, um, when they're near, she basically experiences their feelings. And especially if they're like meditating or something, she just feels all of their feelings and takes it on in a pretty anxiety filled way. That's how she ends up experiencing it because it's like all of a sudden she's hit with all these feelings. Um, and so her question was, um, what can I do to identify that hook in myself and react to it with healing when she um, experiences other people's feelings. Um, so the, yeah, the reason I thought this might be helpful for everybody was because, um, well, first of all, we talk a lot about on, on this podcast about how to separate our feelings, um, from other people, right? Don't we like? Being yeah. Energetically pretty boundaries. clear with, yeah, with boundaries. Um, so there's all those things that you can do, but, um, it's hard when you get, um, whacked with it for lack of a better word, you know, mm-hmm. when it really like gets in your space. So, um, what I think is helpful is to identify the, what, how I see it is as the picture that it's coming in on. So like, why do I allow people's energy in my space that like asking yourself kind of trying to figure out that element of it?
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, so, and so give an example maybe of what that might be, look, what, what the reason might be.
1: Well, I was actually feeling this in, this happened with so many people and not with this person, but just like there's often a picture around boundaries. Um, a lot of people, including myself, I recognize that this week in a really big way that, um, I have lots of pictures about my own worth that, I, that when I look at it, that that when I look at it, that's why I'm letting people in my space, like Mm -hmm. they have more power than I do, or I, I'm, I'm not worthy enough to have this boundary. Yeah. Or like
0: they're, I feel like for me, sometimes it's like, well, they're more important than I am.
1: Yeah. 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 For me, I also really got it from my parents. Like my parents were like, no, our bound, your boundaries are not worthy. You have to take on our stuff. You know, you're not, you're not valued for that. So then I got the message, oh, I don't have a right to my own boundaries. Yeah. I'm not, you know, worthy enough to have my own boundaries. So anyway, I just thought that would be real helpful because we do talk a lot about boundaries here to like really think and identify, just checking in more about, you know, what it is that is preventing you from having boundaries as opposed to... Just like you can clear them out all you want, but if you keep having it coming up against these pictures of like, well, I don't even have a right to these, then it's just going to keep happening.
0: Yeah. So that's my answer. Do you have Okay, else? I love it. Okay. Well, um I have an answer that isn't as holistic. It's kind mm-hmm. of more of a um band-aid cure, but I like it. You feel... I love Band-Aid cares. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need band-aids. Mm-hmm. And if you know you're at work and you just feel like, okay, I every day I'm getting pummeled by other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um silk. Wearing silk oh. actually is really helpful. Ellen my friend, the author Ellen Dugan told me about this and I tried it at a concert and Cause, you know, I get, I have in the past been really overwhelmed by people's feelings yep. at concerts and it sure worked. I wore like a kind of a silk cover of my whole upper body, mm. but you could do like a silk scarf. And I know, uh, you know, I, I like to be as vegan as possible. So I know that silk isn't vegan, but you could find used silk. It's going to work mm-hmm. just as well secondhand, um, and cover you know, the, the scarf or the shirt can cover your heart and your belly and your solar plexus. Okay. And I found that to be really helpful.
1: Yeah. There's lots of little, yeah, to preventative-wise for sure. Um Also crystals. There's so many great boundary oh, crystals. Yeah. Like hematite, black crystals often are really good at absorbing. I get a yeah. really large piece of hematite (laughs) put it on your desk or something um yeah yeah, that's real helpful and and if you are another thing I talked about this last week about putting the gold symbol that you like outside of your space and in between you can imagine in between wherever you and the other people as kind of just like a preventative situation and then if you do find yourself like oh no I've taken it on you can imagine that gold symbol like I started using golden rainbow even though it's gold it's like the rainbow symbol mm-hmm. you know and then mm-hmm. just like imagine it vacuuming it out and then blowing it up and sending it back to them nice Yeah. alright so those were our questions if you would like to ask us a question you can send them to magic monday podcast at gmail dot com um is it time for my segment? It is time for your segment. <laughs> it's time for the energy report. I feel like I should um mix that up, come up with a new theme song. I yeah, know it's pretty good. Oh, thanks. We'll still hear the whatever sound that is. Um. Okay. So this week, you know, it's a little bit. I gotta say, a repeat of last week, which is interesting because I've noticed a lot of people um actually kind of having the opposite experience that I had personally, which is really, really, um, cloudy. And er like really their energy buildup, a lot of energy buildup. And it's harder to, it's basically back to basics again, which I did last week as well. Gave some real back to basics, which we kind of just did too. Like if you can't feel your, self, it's you really got to get back to owning your aura, owning your space, you know, really um, cleaning out. So I thought I would just do an, and actually it relates to what I just said before to the about the other question that it all really comes down to self worth too. And just like knowing that you have a right to your own space and you have a right to have a clean energetic mm-hmm. space, you mm-hmm. know, but it can be hard to be in touch with that when your space is all muddy with other people's energy in it. um, And, all you know, Um, so it really comes down to self care. And again, like the stuff that I recommend a lot of times you really can do on the fly. You don't have to make it a big, you know, long process. I mean, I tend to, Well, I was going to say I tend to spend longer, but I do my 15 minutes in front of my red light. I meditate and I do do other things throughout the day, but I like to do things in chunks and just kind of check in with myself. So have I talked about the center of the head before? No, not that I remember. Okay. So one like quick thing that you can do to just get real clear with who you are is say hello to yourself from the center of your head.
0: So Mm -hmm. that really
1: is one way of being centered so your the center of your head is like behind your third eye and kind of in between the tops of your ears mm, okay in the center of your head and you can just say hello to yourself like and i actually do this in the morning every morning i'm like hello natasha <laughs> you know oh, just yeah. like and it's just like a nice greeting and another thing you can do is imagine it's a gold ball of light And imagine it just growing bigger and bigger and bigger and kind of clearing out anyone's energy that's in your, um, in your head or in your space. I love it. Yeah. So that just clears a nice clearing out and then you can make it go smaller. Yeah. And then I just thought of a new, um, uh, meditation yesterday that I thought was real nice for a real clean, like just kind of deep cleaning. I imagine, cause a lot of times I'll, actually I said in, <laughs> again, our newsletter, um, that it's nice to like take a shower and just imagine like the water is gold light. But I thought of another one that's more of a deep clean, which is almost like you're going through a car wash of gold light or mm. you know gold white light whatever feels good to you but imagining so lights coming from above your head and then it just kind of goes down around your aura and also inside you and um inside your body and inside your aura and outside your aura Um, it comes down from the top of your head and just slowly goes down through all the chakras so and mm. if you're not so familiar with the chakras just your body like Imagine just gold like almost like s- just coming down your head, your shoulders, your torso, your legs, out the bottom of your feet. And then it's kind of like squeezing out all that old energy that you don't want. And then anything at the end just goes into the earth where it's recycled.
0: I love that. I love thinking of it like a car wash. Like I'm thinking of these little gold kind of like <laughs> moving little fingers of gold light moving through your... Or and transforming stuck energy and getting things moving and even maybe a little sudsy and smelling very clean. I just I like the car wash.
1: Yeah, yeah. Metaphor. Yeah, I like it. It just feels like a big like 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 almost like when you wash like a dry erase board or something. It's just like yeah, like getting it. it all out there. So that's like a real nice quick you know, thing that you can do in the morning or whenever you're feeling like, it, and you could do a couple of times a day and just breathing in that gold light. And, um, uh, and then just like saying hello to the outside of your aura and the center of your head and just to have like a nice sparkly clean space. And then at that point, see if you can say an affirmation that feels good to you. I put this one on Instagram that, um, a client had said to me, which is I belong to myself. Which I oh, really I love really that like.
0: Too.
1: Yeah, we have been talking about boundaries and that thought about setting loving boundaries and that thought occurred to her. So it's hard when you don't feel like you are worthy of boundaries, but affirmations feel more resonant when you um when you do have a cleaner space. And mm-hmm. it's and it's just your energy, not other people chiming in, you know, yeah. energetically.
0: So that was the Energy Report. That's fabulous. Thank so you. I like how you said that people are um, – some people are experiencing the opposite of what you were experiencing because that resonates with my understanding of Virgo, oh. which is – because I'm a Virgo. And I mm-hmm. think I've talked about this before that there is a polarity with it that like while it has – the Virgo wisdom and energy has this capacity for so much order, it also – can sometimes overwhelm us, like this sense of perfection, cause it's so aligned with this concept of perfection mm-hmm. that I think that's why, like when I was younger, I was very sloppy. And I think it's because I had this concept of like what a clean room is. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was like, I can't maintain that. So I'm going to be perfectly sloppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I can do that. I can be perfect in the sloppy way, but mm-hmm. not. So I think that w- what you're kind of talking about too, and what you talked about with Brett is, that a healthy thing to do with that Virgo energy is to not feel like you have to do it all at once. Like just remind yourself like, okay, I do have the sense of how clean my house could be. And it does feel a long ways away from how it is now, but what can I do? Yeah. And then to take a step toward it. Cause it can be kind of paralyzing. I think that, yeah. that sense of how many things there are you could be doing, you know? Yeah. Even
1: just doing one thing or making a list and, Doing one thing or even half a part of that thing. It's yeah. just like it is progress. I think, what do yeah. they say? Progress is the, no, per-
0: perfection is the enemy of enemy. the good or something like Or that. the enemy of done, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> something like
1: that. <laughs> I think Gretchen yeah. Rubin changed, that author changed it to her own little mantra is perfection is the enemy of the good.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and also just that Virgo, Virgo is so detail oriented. So that, oh no, there's all of these little things I could be doing. I'm just not going to do Like you shut down. (laughs) I'm just not going to do any of them. But if you can just kind of get past that and then continually, I think that's a lesson of Virgo, continually remind yourself it's a process. It's not, I'm not working towards some like static perfection. It's just doing what I can do. Yes, Exactly. Okay, so now it's time for my segment. (laughs) So it's time for practical magic. Nice. Okay, so (laughs) this Friday is the harvest moon and full moon. I'm so excited. I love the harvest moon. You do. I do. Yeah, the full moon. It's the full moon closest to the fall equinox. That's the Uh, harvest moon. Okay. And, um, and often, like this week, it's in Pisces. So it's a full moon in Pisces. Oh,
1: that's my rising.
0: Oh yeah. And so it's the sun is in Virgo and the moon is in Pisces. So focusing on sleep and dreams mm. and rest mm. is going to be important all week. It's Make my sure cup you're. Of tea. Yeah. Make sure your house or your bedroom is restful. Your bed is comfortable. Um, Drink some chamomile tea or whatever is going to help support you in getting a good night's rest because that's going to be... This is also a message I got in a card reading I did for the new moon for this whole time leading up to the full moon. Um, But it's aligned with that beautiful Mm -hmm. Pisces energy of the full moon this Friday. And um, I have, I wanted to read from my 2019 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner, what I have here for the Harvest Moon, because I think this is perfect for our Practical Magic segment this week. The Harvest Moon is traditionally a time of celebrating the sweet and nourishing rewards of all the hard work and industrious focus of the previous months. The full moon in deeply mystical and intuitive Pisces is grounded in a beautifully balancing way. By the sun in earthy practical Virgo, making for a sweetly magical time of both introspection and earthly enjoyment. Mm. Whether you celebrate this moon alone or with a coven or spirit circle, bless apples, whole grain muffins, and wine or sparkling grape juice in the moonlight. Then consume mindfully as a celebration of the sweetness and abundance of life, knowing that what you focus on expands.
1: Mm, I love it. Now,
0: is it, can you have sparkly wine? Oh, sure. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, those are just ideas. Okay. You can totally riff on them. But, um, yeah, I, I love the feeling at the harvest moon of how it's relaxing and energizing at the same time. It's a really nice thing to acknowledge as we move into the darker half of the, the as the days get darker and darker and the nights get longer and longer. Um It's just, it feels really harmonizing to sit under the full moon and to think of all of the beautiful blessings and all of the hard work that you've done Mm -hmm. and feel proud, feel proud of your accomplishments, little and big. And you can feel when you do that, it's like something's activated. I feel like the moon activates, it gets you even more into that vibration of blessings and sweetness and Mm -hmm. celebrating your accomplishments and success
1: mm-hmm. yeah i love that um is there anything to the fact that pisces and virgo are opposites
0: well that is how all full moons are so whenever oh, there's a full I moon didn't know that. Mm-hmm, it's fascinating so the new moon whenever there's a new moon it's the same sign as the sun and whenever there's a full moon it's the opposite sign of the sun so if you have any friends who their moon and their sun are opposites um like you know six months apart Mm -hmm. that person was born on the full moon
1: oh i didn't know that that's Mm -hmm. cool
0: that's Mm -hmm. really cool
1: all right well
0: i love that
1: so um oh do you say practical magic again i don't know Mm -hmm. no No,
0: okay i mean i could that was (laughs) practical magic (laughs) <laughs> okay I,
1: I feel like we're whipping through this one i don't know maybe that's not true um oh we have to do our our book our bookkeeping
0: our housekeeping <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna um,
1: g- pause and go do my bookkeeping You get your
0: calculator mm-hmm.
1: um okay so you can find us at magic monday podcast on instagram and like I said before, you can email us Magic Monday podcast at gmail. And where are we? The, the show notes. Oh yeah. Everything you hear mm-hmm. here, if you're, we mention a book or something. Um, Tess puts them in the show notes on your site, right? Yep. On herce. com, And it's like right there. You just click podcast. Mm -hmm. um and yeah we have a new newsletter which is real exciting and you can sign that up there i think we'll be sending it once a month right yeah um and you can sign up for my newsletter which is also about once a month um highestlighthealing.com and you can also book a reading with me there
0: and find me on instagram highestlighthealing And where can we find Tess? (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, and um, my website's TessWhitehurst.com. And I did want to mention that I just launched a giveaway, a pre-order giveaway for my new book. So if you go to TessWhitehurst.com, it's the right now. It's the most recent blog post. You might have to scroll down in the blog just a little bit, but um, I will. Sh- there's a video about the really fun things I'm giving away for people who pre-order Unicorn Magic. Mm, I already pre-ordered. But. Oh yeah, but I don't know if you can enter because oh, yeah. if I'm like, oh, guess Probably who won? Not. My podcast co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna know it's rigged. I think it's rigged. Uh, all right, fine. <laughs> um, but I'm sure it's gonna
1: be a great book. I can't wait to get it.
0: I hope you like it. I'm sure I'm
1: going to love it. It was really fun to write. Um, Okay. So now we're going to pick our cards from the week. Oh, yeah. This week, my chihuahua, one of them, Rocco, is facing me. He's usually behind me on the couch, but this week he's facing me.
0: Oh, Maybe you could post a picture of him on Instagram this week so our readers or our listeners can (laughs) picture his cute little face. (laughs) So cute.
1: And um, I think. I don't know if I said this when we were recording, but I only have, yeah, I have, I'm still using the Wild Offering Oracle Deck by Tosha Silver with art by Katie Daisy, who is the cutest art. We actually have like a lot of her artwork right above our couch in the living room. Mm. It's so pretty. Oh, did you hear that noise? Yeah, what was that? The aforementioned chihuahua just Ah. squeaked. Rocco, what's wrong? I don't know why he did that. He just wanted to join the
0: podcast. Just chime right. in. Okay. So should I pick or do you have it already? I actually did. Okay, great. Let's poke it. out. And it's the chariot again. Oh, so, you're doing I'm using tarot? Tarot. Yeah. This is um, the Star Tarot by Kathy McClelland, which I just think is so pretty. The artwork is so – it's so intricate and there's – it's very celestial. It is really so, pretty. In the chariot, there's two winged horses, a black one and a white one, and then a man riding it with a kind of like a compass and um, just all the starlight over him. And the chariot is, it's like about balance and forging your way in life. So kind of like your will, your desire, um, your intention, Really like remembering that you can steer your own chariot Mm -hmm. through life. So let me see if she says anything um, that might be pertinent that I could read from her. Okay. The Chariot brings change. Change helps us to grow, evolve, and transform on many levels. Change brings opportunity, new life, new reality, new views and perspectives that stretch and deepen your human nature. Change is magical. It opens doors and creates opportunity. How you drive your chariot is a reflection of how you handle life and its oppositions. The chariot is full of movement and opportunities for success. It also gives you quietude and rest so that you are able to listen to your intuition, your inner voice. He brings you the willpower and the intuition to ride the rocky course of life into victory. So I feel like that's so perfect for the the full moon, the um, you the harvest moon. Well, yeah, the Pisces and Virgo. You know, those like the introspection and then the practical, earthy. It's like that bringing that balance in and working with the magic of the full moon to create the conditions mm. that you desire. Yeah.
1: Well, I picked challenges. Oh. Mm-hmm. So okay. Well, I'll just. Read it. <laughs> it yeah. Says, let's hear. This isn't one of those. Okay. It says unbearable situations throw you directly into God's arms. If you are open, please take over divine and guide the right actions. Please take this burden and show me your will. So really it's about, I guess once again, I guess maybe all these cards are kind of about giving up your yeah, it's challenges kind of her to God. Yeah. yeah. That's her message. Um, but I think it is also, I mean what were you saying about the chariot the char- it is like about how you're going to ride through the challenges and the changes mm-hmm. and yeah. choosing having your um you know choosing how you're going to guide this are you going to let it take you under or are you going to move forward and with an open heart and um you know and and surrendering
0: yeah, and I think that it's neat that we got those two cards together mm-hmm. because in a way they seem like they're – um like they're opposites. Like one is like, okay, wield your power and the other is like Mm. surrender your power. But Mm. I think they're really not. Like that's the paradox. It's they're the same that when you realize who you really are is divine, you're one with the divine. And when you stop feeling like the little human you that Mm. can only see what's right in front of you has to figure everything out and do everything. Like when you realize, oh yeah, I'm one with all that is, that's that's surrendering, but it's also connecting to your true power. And so co-creating, like, okay, here's what I want to experience. I'm going to set that intention and then I'm going to let go and open up and let the divine flow through. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that's a I good like thing to it. remember this week. Yes.
1: And I really do love that chariot card because it really is about guiding your own, yeah, co-creation. I like how you said that.
0: Yeah. And as like a magical person, as a magical practitioner, Mm -hmm. that's what we do. We, we merge those two like divine and personal intentions and we align more and more our intentions and our whole life with divine flow. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So let us know how it goes for you this week
0: if you want.
1: And um, we hope it goes well. <laughs> have a great week we'll yeah thanks t- oh, for oh, tuning in we forgot to say if you're listening this far please rate and review oh, it yeah. on iTunes we yeah. love it thank you for everyone who has we appreciate it we, appreciate
0: it. we love you Goodbye. happy full moon judgy (laughs) about aliens no they're, they're they're
1: fine